Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. Hi, and I'm Natasha Owens. And you know what? I love this girl, Natasha Owens. And if you have not heard that name, I want you to take a second and let it sink in. Maybe you don't have anything to write with right now, but just think about this name, Natasha Owens. And I want you to go look her up because the music that she sings is so from the heart. And I know this because we've been traveling and doing events with Natasha for quite a while. And I love when I get to work with someone who has the real deal heart, and that's Natasha. And so I've asked her to join us today around the table because there's a few things that are on her new, her new project called The Warrior is something that Encouragement Cafe is really getting behind because we all have that need to feel like our, our convictions matter and that God has given us a reason to have those hardwired things that we know are right and we know are wrong. And so, Natasha, I thank you, first of all, for being on the show today. I know that you're a busy, busy girl, but here we are. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. I love um, all of your songs. You know, I'm a, a crazy Natasha Owens fan, but I want to hear the background on the song The Warrior because there's a story behind it and there is a conviction in your heart about it. So could you just kind of take us back to the beginning? This project is my third project and it's kind of my overcomer and strength album because I hit rock bottom nine years ago when my dad passed away cleaning his guns and a bullet hit him in the heart and I went through this progression of, of diving into to depression and uh, almost not making it out of that pit and it was music that brought me out and so we created you know fast forwarding um, through many years of digging out we created the first album called I Made It Through and that was really making it through a trial and then the second album was Rising Above because that was my second chapter of my recovery Rising Above is different than making it through and then we get to this third album, and I finally feel like I have been through the battle, and I've gotten all the scars, and the scars have healed, but they're still there. Mm-hmm. I still see them on a day, and feel them on a daily basis. And I, I truly believe that we have to turn back and help people along the same path, right? And sometimes those scars are so vulnerable, and they're still very tender, but if we show them where we've gone through, that's our testimony. And it helps get them up on the path to where they can become a warrior. And, um, you know, every single one of us have gone through faith-shaking situations, right? Somewhere in our life, and, and if, if you haven't, you will, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, that's absolutely. just what life is about. And so um, when we go through those things, the wounds are created, and it takes time to heal. And so I just, with this project, I wanted... If nothing else, 
to lead people into battle because that's what it is. It's a spiritual battle for whatever we're going through, whether it's um, fighting for our families, fighting for our mind, fighting for our health, or even our, our lives, right? Mm-hmm. We have to stand up and fight as warriors. But oftentimes in the church, we don't think of it as being that uh, proactive. We just think, well, we just need to have enough faith and people pat you on the head and say, you'll get through it, honey. And they just want you to be a passive believer. But you're calling us to wake up and take a look at how we take those wounds and those scars and use them to help others. Yeah, and that's that's the problem that I found. You know, church and religion is, is great, but it is very faith-based. And so, and people always want to tell you things. They want to encourage you. They want to say the right thing. But oftentimes when someone's going through something faith-shaking, a lot of times people say the wrong thing, right? They just, they don't need to say anything. They just need to embrace you and hug you and give you some strength. But they would say things to me like, you just don't have enough faith or you're just not praying enough. I was battling for my life, and mm-hmm. at that point, those sayings only made my mindset worse. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Of course I can't pray. I can barely even breathe. I can barely even live life. Um, so that is something as Christians that, that we really have to start paying attention to when we, when whether we're giving empathy or sympathy, um, that it takes a little bit more than just faith. I know that some of the girls that are sitting around the table with us right now have been through some horrible things. One of the gals has had her husband uh, walk out on her, and another one has just gotten that doctor's report. And there are some things that just take you by surprise, and you don't know if you're ever going to be the same again. And then someone comes along And they've been there, they've walked that path, and they put their arm around you. And I love what you said, they hug you through it. They don't need to preach at you. They don't need to to give you advice because they know what that feels like. And they can just put their arm around you and say, wow, I know this stinks right now. I know it does. I want you to know that I'm praying with you. I love you, and just encourage. So when when you say there's a lot of crazy things that people say, I've had those those same things said to us, like when yeah. we've lost our parents, and people don't mean to do that, but they can do more damage than good. But you're now saying, okay, love them, encourage them, and don't say anything at all but then help them get to the other side and find a way to battle it out. It's hard to say if you don't have the right thing to say, don't say anything at all because it's so hard in some situations with certain people to figure out what is the right thing to say, right? Right. Um, People always ask me, how did you make it through it? And it was definitely a process for me. And so when people ask me that, or I I try to give practical things to help them in the moment of battle, because regardless if you're going through something faith-shaking, it is a battlefield of your mind. You have to war what's between those two years, 
Mm-hmm. And negativity is the one thing that wants to plant, right? And you have to force that out. You have to nip it before the seed is planted because that right there is what will cause you to lose the war and the battle. Mm. Um, so I'll wrap my arms around someone and start praying for them. And usually God take, takes over and starts giving me the words to say, right? And they're not my words. They're His words because He knows exactly what needs to be said. Or, I'll, or I will get on my phone immediately and, and start Googling a, um, you know, what is the scripture for depression? What is the scripture for grief? What is the scripture for that woman who has lost her husband or life has just crashed? And I will quote or give them a scripture, write it down for them and tell them every time you think of something negative or every time you think of a negative emotion, immediately pull out the word of God, pull out the scripture and just start reading it. And that may give you breath for the next five seconds, right? Mm. Um, Something to help them get through the next five seconds Mm. instead of just hugging and going. If you can give them something that will help them fight that battle. Mm. Give them tools. And I can't think of a tool that is better than the sword, which is the Word of God. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And you know, what I love about what you just said, too, is sometimes we feel like if we have an awkward silence, if we're just quiet with someone and we put our arms around them and we're, we're in that place where we don't know what to say so we don't say anything at all but what what I want to point out about what you just said is so critical so I want everybody to lean in and listen to this because she said God takes over now I want you to hear that again God takes over because if we take the step to put our arm around somebody and say can I just pray with you Now, you may say, oh, that's way outside my comfort zone. I don't like to pray out loud, and I don't know what to say. Good. Because what does the Scripture promise? That the Spirit will intercede for us. And that's what Natasha's saying. She's saying when we are obedient and we offer prayer to someone, God takes over. That's right. And I've seen it. I've experienced it firsthand to where I'm one of these that had anxiety, that had stage fright, that that really had a hard time communicating with others, socially awkward, whatever you want to call it. And I still have those days where I battle with that, but I have learned to listen to God. And I was one of those that could not pray out loud at Mm -hmm. all. And I have learned that God has just pushed me out there at the moment I put my arm around someone you know, I may not, I may have gone through something faith-shaking, but I may have not gone through the same path that the woman sitting at, at, at our table right now that, that has just lost her husband or just lost her family or whatever the situation is. But God knows exactly how to connect, and sometimes it just takes one word to spark. And so you just have to say, God, let me be a conduit to where I can connect to you and connect to them and and pass through me it's not about me it's about you and if they feel and hear you then that is all our job is to be and as as a society we hate awkward silence don't we 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 do Mm -hmm. absolutely cannot stand it and we feel like we just have to rush and fill up that space but when we do that a lot of times we're not we're breaking that connection with him Mm. and um 
he knows exactly what we need when we need it. And who knows, that person that you're putting your arm around could have just sat in a car and prayed, God, my life is over unless I get some some kind of response or something from you and you are that, that conduit. You are bringing that answer to that person. There's a line in the sand sometimes that God is asking us to, to draw and say, look, I want you to really pay attention because I'm, I want to get your attention. And oftentimes when we're blue and we're down and we're wallowing in it, I'm, I'm right there. I'm raising my hand over here. I am a wallower. And I will do that when something has really just bottomed me out. And it takes something major sometimes for us to listen to what God is saying. And sometimes it's just us opening the scripture and letting God breathe new life from a passage to us personally. And sometimes it's a person like Natasha telling her story right here, right now, so you can say, oh, wow, that was me. I've been there. I know how that feels. Maybe... Maybe you're the one who's supposed to help someone else right now. And God has brought someone to your mind and you're thinking, oh, they're struggling right now. And I didn't really know what to say or how to approach them. But now maybe you can help them find that pivot point that turns them around and helps them laugh about the situation and say, I'm going to make it through. I'm going to make it through. And then the, the next project was you were rising above. How did you do that? Everybody make, goes through things and then they make it through and they say, oh, thank goodness I made it through. And, you know, until next time, I'm going to gather my strength until the next time I go through something. And we just stop and we don't do anything else. We lick our wounds. We rebandate our wounds, uh, our scars, whatever. And, and you know, the true point of healing, I believe God has made us for one purpose, other than worshiping and praising Him. He has made us to love others and to help them through, through paths as well. You've gone through something, you've gotten empathy, you can turn around and help someone else. So we cannot stop. I always say it's like a kid going and getting uh, you know, the college and getting a master's degree or a doctorate, and then they go work at a fast food restaurant. They're not putting into practice all the experience that they've learned. And it's such a waste. We have knowledge of how we've gotten through, and we direct it that to God. He's the one that, that got us through it, right? And we have to not only illuminate that, but the Scripture says that we shall overcome by the word of our testimony. Mm. So I don't feel that you can truly rise above your circumstance until you tell your testimony and you help others, mm. you know, make it through. Absolutely. Well, I can relate to that because I never told my story for years until um, about 21 years ago. I told my pastor who I trusted, I wrote down my testimony, what had happened to me at age 13, which turned me away from God. And I, after church, stuck it in his pocket when he shook hands with me and he later called me that afternoon he was crying he said first of all i want to punch the guy who did that to you and second 
I want you to know that God has now said, Luann, since you've told this story to one person, I want you to tell it to others so that they can find the healing that you've found. And I said, no, 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 I, I really, I'm not comfortable with that. I want to, I just wanted to tell you. And he said, I'm, I'm telling you, that's the way God's going to heal you completely is when you start helping other people. And so that's what you're saying too, Tasha, is that you rise above it by helping others and you encourage them like 1 Thessalonians 5 says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up. And that's what we do when we're helping someone else get through what we've just been through. Life is just fast paced and sometimes we get such in the rut of life that we just we just want to stay in our bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And it's there are hurting people all around us. We come in contact with many, many, many hurting people on a daily basis. And it's just a change of mindset, right? Um, the way I look at it is you will always get what you always get if you always do what you always do. Right. That's a saying that I, I tell my boys all the time. You want to change something in your life, change one thing. Mm-hmm. Change, make something different every day. And every day I pray, God, let someone cross my path that needs something from me, that I can help them, and God will bring them to you like a magnet, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I just encourage you today not not to get... It's so easy to get swept up with the the routine every day of your life. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if we would all take... If we would all just change our mindset to where we reach out beyond our little bubble... This world would be a completely different world than we live in. Mm. There would be so much love, and that's one thing that we're lacking right now. You know, I I think that that's a good description of how we live in a bubble, especially if we're Christians and we go to our little, we, we have our little Christian friends and we have our little Christian community and we have our wonderful church, and that's great, but... God says there's a whole hurting world, like you've just mentioned. There's a hurting world, and if we never allow those hurting folks to come into our space, then how is he ever going to heal them? And so when you pray, God, uh, Tasha, when you pray that prayer that you just said, God put somebody in my path today, of course he's going to put them there because he's been waiting and somebody maybe has been praying for their loved one that's clear across the country and they can't be there. I have, I have a niece and a nephew that I've been praying for that lives all the way on the other side of the country. And I've said, Lord, would you bring somebody to them to point them to you? Would you just put people in their life that will point them to you? And you know what always happens? God says, absolutely. Are you going to be the answer to somebody's prayer that's been praying that in your backyard? And that's what it is. That's what it is. Changing your mindset to say, wow, I can make a difference if I'll open myself up to do it. That's right. You know, and it doesn't take much to make a difference. It really doesn't. Um, God has absolutely blown me away 
You know, but on the on the receiving end, we we're talking a lot about people making a difference. But on the receiving end, when I was in the middle of it, sometimes I I had a hard time allowing people to help me. You know, I had did this rough exterior to where um, I protected myself in my bubble because I was hurting so much, and I felt like no one cared. And if they spoke to me, um, it I. The devil is a liar. I'll just say that. The mm-hmm. devil is a liar if he fills your mind with things that are not true. And, you know, if you're sitting around the table with us today, I just pray that if you're going through something faith-shaking, that um, God start melting that wall, that exterior wall that, that you're putting around yourself because he just wants to show you that he loves you, but you have to allow him to do it. And I had to allow him to help me. Mm, good. And that was tough. Yeah. Good advice and good words of wisdom. Hey, listen, I want to encourage you right now to check out encouragementcafe.com and f- see Natasha Owens and all the places that she's going to be with us all over the country going and hugging. Uh, girl, we do some major hugs, don't we? We can get into some hugging because we know that the world is hurting and it's in need of people who care. And so we are here talking about this today because we know that God has called us to become warriors and be that person who stands up for what we believe and do it in a bold way, one a way that will not be... Uh, settled down you know sometimes i feel like the world is telling us to settle down and as warrior christian girls we stand and we say no satan you are a liar and you're going to try to keep me down it's not going to work natasha thank you so much for being with us today you thank you for having me you are a sweetheart and i can't wait to be all around the country with you I know. It's going to be incredible. Can't wait. (laughs) All right. So you can check out the Warrior event. And uh, Natasha, what do you want to make sure that everybody hears from your heart right now? If you are hearing me today, I want you to know that God loves you so much and he will pursue you and he will follow you. You cannot run too far or disappoint God too much that he does not love you. He just picks up right where you left off um, because there's something awesome about God's love. There's nothing you can do to cause Him to love you any less or any more than He already does right now. He died on the cross for you, and that was the exhibit of how much He loves you. So um, if you are feeling alone today, I pray that, um, that just God send someone to surround you with his love, comfort, and peace, and to let you know, give you encouragement that you will make it, and you will have an unbelievable testimony for God. Mm -hmm. All right, and may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.